0: gentlemen welcome back Are you, to you back
1: yeah
0: you're back I'm back. You're back I am back I don't know where I went but I'm back and I <laughs> I'm gonna say not to another episode of just be welcome to the first episode of well it's still the eighteenth episode nineteenth episode of this is B? It's your eighteen of the Universal Lens. So we switched our name this week. If anybody follows us on Facebook and social media they see that we kind of we're kind of streamlining things in, in one direction. So the 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 podcast from this day on, I decree, will be called the Universal
1: the Lens. The Universal Lens. <laughs> I'm John Emilio, along with always with uh, uh, me. Yeah, you. I'm uh, I'm Andrew Tate. Andrew I, Tate. Uh, I just came out of Romanian prison. <laughs> I'm very happy to be out. Of course, as you know, uh, (laughs) current events. Uh, events. I'm in the news every day. Uh, Everybody follows me. And uh, it's important to know that, uh, you know, the Romanian prison was a hellhole. But I'm happy to be out.
0: You got to watch less news, man. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you watch too much Freaking news Oh my
0: god You don't know Andrew Tate? No idea I know Andrew Dice Clay I don't know Andrew Tate Are you serious right now? Yeah, no idea Oh man Apparently, I don't watch the news I watch the news in the morning For 30 minutes No so wonder you're happy <laughs> I watch it for 30 minutes I watch channel I think channel 4 Whatever it is oh, Well there's I your mistake Channel 4 I s- Did the world blow up? Okay, not all it, completely. It's almost there. Almost <laughs> there, but not completely. We get to live another day, and I go on to my day. I it really get, is almost. I there. don't watch that. I don't watch it. And yeah, no, no
1: Andrew idea. Tate. Uh, by the way, I'm not Andrew Tate, as you know. No, <laughs> uh, nowhere near it. Henry Beltra, happy to be here. Happy to be with you. Yes, discussing yes. the thing that uh, we love most right now.
0: Absolutely. So, like we said, um, so Universal Lens. That's the name. That's the name of our our current show. Uh, if you if you are following it, nothing to do. You'll see. Obviously, before. Most of you, before you actually hear this, will probably have noticed already that right. all, all the graphics have changed, the logos have changed, the name the name on all the podcasts yeah. and the and the streaming uh, venues yeah. have all changed. It's also so. easier
1: to search. You
0: know. Well, yeah, yeah. Just B. You would look up Just B. We'd be yeah. like number five hundred and yeah, fifty-five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. What, what <laughs> would the list? What would suck? I didn't realize it was that many Just Bs when they yeah. came
1: <laughs> well, up with that name. Well, what would suck is the fact that we had to put uh, B-B. E, I'm sorry, B dot E, dot. and still
0: we weren't coming up. Yeah, so and, and you know. still we weren't coming, like we weren't even in the stratosphere of coming up. Yeah, of, uh, of coming up, and uh, but the Universal Lens, we are the only
1: podcast with that name, which again surprised me.
0: The same way the book, the Universal Lens, is the only book I did, and I did deep searches called the unit. There's the the lens, the universe, the something else lens, but the Universal Lens is so far seems to be a very um, Think of
1: how many books have been written.
0: Yeah, no, that was my editor. I give her credit for that. she's like, did you ever Google because I had other names for the book. books. you ever Google the names of the book? I'm like, no why. She goes, you should try it. So a couple of the names I had like were yeah, written by like famous spiritual teachers. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's not gonna work. She's like, I know. she's like right. you're, she goes you're going, against, you're, going you know, you're going up against like seasoned published authors who have books that have sold a million copies. She's like, you know, it's, you might want to rethink the name. Yeah. And that's where that started. And then we had the conversation also. And we're like, we nobody can find this podcast if they look for it.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. this, this makes total sense. Yeah, and
0: we kind of stream everything one way. So, yep. like, the book gave birth, for, for, for me, the book gave birth. To the podcast or yep. the idea of the podcast that we had and then you know kind of came to fruition so why not have everything kind of the book fused, on the same street yeah. the book fused everything really yeah, the book because so. f-
1: like we when we we used, if you've been listening to us from day one then you understand that this is born because we used this is what we used to do anyway <laughs> like yeah it started as coffee and right like we used, coffee, afternoon coffee in my house this, this is what we did and then john writes a book and i'm like john this is the outline for, for the show what we're gonna do and that's kind of what happened. And so if any yeah. if by the way, again, John won't say it, but I will. If you haven't read the book, you really ought to. Like you really ought to because it's it's that important. It's really, really good. And if you have kids, give it to your kids. What do you think I'm gonna do today? Today, I had the honor of receiving my signed <laughs> honor, copy. Wow. That's right. That's honor. right. My signed copy with a beautiful <laughs> note left to me, which uh I'm gonna share with my kids because um and my wife because everybody said that they did they wanted to read the book and i'm hoping that they get the same benefit from the book that i do so uh, yeah great i hope i hope hope thank you and congrats again because everybody
0: should have henry belcher in their life let me tell you something they are good for the they're good people like henry belcher are good for confidence they're good for your soul they're uh very supportive people man so you ever read i've been blessed to have him in my life
1: you're a good reader right you're a reader of books?
0: Yeah, yeah, depending on the topic. but yes. You ever
1: read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? No. Okay, I think it was, if we I do, God, I'm sorry if I get, but I think it's Andrew Carnegie, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay, could be wrong. Yeah. And please, nobody kill me, but I think it is. And so, like, everybody has an emotional bank account. And you what, have to... What was the name of the book? How to Win Friends and Influence People.
0: Okay, continue. I just want to Like,
1: you know, you don't be facetious about it, but everybody has an emotional bank account. And you make deposits into that emotional bank account. And as you just mentioned before, that everybody should have me as a friend because, you know, you, it gives you confidence. And, um, there's nothing facetious about what I'm saying when I say it to you, when I talk about you. You know, there is nothing but love and, 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 and like pride for you, uh, for everything that you've done and everything that you've done for me because it's it's reciprocal. Don't think that I'm here to make you feel better. No, no, you've helped me in ways that you never even imagined. But everybody has an emotional bank account, and when you deposit in that emotional bank account, that person knows you've made deposit. Now you have, you have a balance with that person. And God forbid, you need to withdraw. That person would be like, withdraw because it's hard to explain. You no, gotta read the book. But yeah, I kind of understand what you're saying. But yeah. it, it's it's a great book, and again, especially if you're young. If you're young, this book is incredible in how to set yourself up for your career. And and like, you know, there's gonna be people you come across that you just don't gel with. You still might want to, uh, uh, say, make a deposit in their emotional bank account. You still might want to, because it'll kind of break the barrier. And it's kind of like you make friends more so than enemies because nowadays it's very easy to make an enemy you know basically you you live and you breathe and you make an enemy Mm -hmm. but you make you make more progress in life uh with this lens (laughs) no no pun on on, Mm -hmm. on the term but this lens gives you a better optic on how to proceed in life especially in your career as opposed to the way that the unconscious way. So the unconscious way is, hey, you're a dick to me. I'm a dick to you. It's very difficult when somebody's a dick to you for you to be, you know, wanting to be depositing in their emotional bank account. Well, somebody's you know?
0: somebody's acts like that towards you. I can understand why you wouldn't want to. It, so another way to put, uh, so the way I see what you're saying is. Yes, instead of the positive emotional bank account, and so it's always a play on words, which is what I love about it. So a lot of people talk about the same thing, but they just use different language. Would me being like saying me expending my energy in somewhere where my energy is not going to be reciprocated back. Pretty much, right? That's same thing, great. same exact thing. Yep. So like what I say if there's people in my life who all they do is take from me when I'm around. In other words, Good. make withdrawals. Right. So I love, I love, I love this analogy. Right? Perfect. Where people are gonna are gonna just pull. Suck my energy because they 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 need they want they want to be heard they this that but they never want to reciprocate that back where there's no flow of give and take. Well, then I'm gonna not expose myself to that as much because why would I want to be around people who are going to just suck from me and pull from me and not want to you know be open to for me to. You know, give, give, give them some of that energy back. Where all they're going to do is deplete me at every chance that they get, and that could be people who are just egoically minded where it's all about them. People who are just um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like self-centered, and you know, the world revolves around them. And if that's the kind of person you are, where you don't want to hear, you just want to, you want to just, you want to be heard, but you don't want to listen. Well, listen. I mean, there, I guess there's different circumstances in life where you might have to put yourself in a situation like that, but you choose not to
1: more often than not. So, let me tell you Dale something. Carnegie was his name. Dale Carnegie. Dale, okay, is, so let me tell name. you something, man. Uh, this wasn't even the point of the show today, but I have to tell you because you prom- this, this happens to us. We usually different. don't have a point
0: until we get going, uh, which is what the beauty is. Let you me never tell know you. what you're going to get.
1: John, you pointed out to me something. Yeah, in other words, you would never said it to me, but you were the mirror where I saw my reflection. Uh, yes, everybody, calm down. That's right, I said that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you were the mirror. Uh, again, like you always said, me to be the mirror. I remember, this must have been, you know, before we started the show, uh, this is when we were just talking back and forth. And I was a complainy pants. Because, you know, in my mind, I have a lot to complain about. Complainy pants. Yeah, <laughs> I was, a, I was a, such a complainer. Like, who would want to see me like if you saw me, hey, what's up, Henry? He's like, oh god. In your mind, this would be the this would be yeah, the. Um, hey, the he's, bitch, he's gonna like, bitch him on. Oh, there after go. He's gonna this. tell me about how his industry sucks, which is true. <laughs> he's gonna tell me about how <laughs> things are going. But like, oh, here we go again. Stop that! Stop that! And I believe that uh, mindfulness is one of those things. Like, it's, I don't know if it's one of the tenets, but simply stop your complaining.
0: Oh, sure it is. Complaining stop keeps complaining. you stuck. Complaining is. You're identifying with the situation and, it, and making it who you are now. 100%. That sucky thing is happening. And we said this a thousand times. That sucky thing is happening. But when you complain about it, now you've identified with it. Now you're saying, well, this is who I am. Yes. Okay. And I and, always and say, do you feel better after you complain? No. Most times, you actually feel. Worse, you feel for that brief second you might feel like you're telling somebody, you're getting it off your chest. But once it's done, that's the ego's gonna come back in, right? And it makes you feel yeah. it's, gonna make, it's gonna make you feel even worse because now it's like yes, this does suck and this is the worst, and now you're gonna have all this mental rumination going on and on. So complaining is something that you just choose not to do, and you see the benefits of it. You just deal with the situation. There's no need to amplify it, right? Complaining is taking an amplifier, sticking it into a, to an amp, and then just cranking that volume. Yes. to 10. No, no, no. Play.
1: And for many reasons. Play, be acoustic. It's, it's slower, it's quieter, and you're going to deal with it a lot better. For many reasons, it's healthier to do exactly what you said. Yeah. Don't amplify it. No. And here I was, a complainer, because in my and most mind... most people were. It's, no, oh, yeah. As a matter of fact... Because I th- I've i worked on my complainingness, it's easy to see now the other people who are the same position that uh-huh. I was.
0: yeah, sure. So sure.
1: I would like to be a mirror, but as we learned a few episodes ago, it's a little difficult for me to, to, to be a mirror. I'm more of a pusher. more. So here I am in front of this unconscious person who's complaining to me unconsciously. Yeah. Because this was me just a year ago or something like that. It's tough to be the mirror because I'm not a good mirror still yet. You know what I mean? Like I'm still, I'm, I'm getting there.
0: But what's so tough about being the mirror? It's like so,
1: so they're complaining. Uh, so I, uh, I just don't have the the. So uh, what,
0: what was your, what was your, what was your response to them complaining?
1: Uh, I hate to say this, but I roll. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know. do you know my wife? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, That's honey. Weird. Sorry. But like, I roll. But I love you. And uh, it's like uh, we go back to what uh, we stumbled upon. Well, I think the eye, roll is a natural, the, the eye roll is probably a
0: automatic, just kind of physical reaction. Did it follow up with any kind of...
1: Uh, Good sage advice? No,
0: you don't have to give him sage advice, but even any... Did, did it follow up with... Did you feed into it? No. Okay. So then that's even the no, more that's a more important thing so I'm thing. taking I'm taking
1: definitely good steps. Yeah, but I mean
0: I Rome wasn't built in a day, man.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Exactly yeah, right. You know? It just it just it's one of those things where I'm hearing this person and they're complaining, and I don't want our relationship to be that where every time you see me it's complaining. You're complaining. Yeah. Or every time I see you, I'm a mm-hmm. complainer. <laughs> well, I, a I of, don't like that. I had a lot of people like that my but life. But it took me <clears> it took <throat> it took your your mirror, <clears> took your reflection to kinda shine a light on my complainingness. You know what I mean? And it really helped. And, and I can't tell you how I was withdrawing from you. I was withdrawing from your emotional bank account as opposed to making a deposit. I was not doing anything, let's say, productive. Was,
0: when you were complaining, you told them? Right. About? Oh, okay, yeah.
1: There's nothing productive. No, like, no. complaining is... Does... If we meet... Hey, what's up, John? Hey, what's up, honey? How's it going? Bro, how's it going? Jesus. (laughs) That was me. Yeah. Honestly, that was me. And I have to, and I can say it because I like to think I'm honest. Complaining is not productive. No. Not at all. You get nothing out of it. And believe me, and here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. And I said this on episode one. Basket case theory. Behind everybody who you think has got it all together is a bunch of things that they don't have together. That you know, there's they're they're nuts about this and, and
0: Yeah, sure. Everybody's got opinions and everybody's got uh theories and everybody's got
1: so this <clears throat> this this example about complaining, uh, you know that the person who's listening to your complaining also has their own complaints. But they didn't foist them upon you the way you did. You were you hey John, how's it going? Hey Henry, how's it going? Bro, let me tell what,
0: you how's it going. What's the so there? If I'm the per, if, if you were complaining to me, what would the benefit me? And I used to be the, somebody who would buy into it years ago and would reciprocate that complaining right back. Yeah. Yes. Did you hear what that guy did? Two
1: freaking. Yeah,
0: and a lot of it was surrounded by youth. For us, a lot of I remember a lot of the biggest complaining would always happen with youth sports yes. back in the day, right? And, I would, and it would be reciprocated back. And I, I always remember like, that feeling afterwards was never, like there was nothing there.
1: It wasn't purposeful. So
0: once I, once I went on this journey, and I started realizing, you know, and, and having all this awareness and practicing and just doing all this work to kind of uh, reach, a, to, to get on a different path, let's just say. <clears throat> I realized that, and this is by me, like listening to those spiritual teachers and working with people, there is no benefit at all. there is zero benefit to complaining and there's a difference people can go well what does that mean that if I go out to a restaurant there's a fly in my soup I shouldn't say anything no so there's two ways you could you can um, voice your disapproval of something right if something's being done to you you're being wronged in a way but without complaining when I complain I'm making myself a victim in this I'm listen to why this sucks for me
1: yeah
0: right so there's two ways to go about this Hey, come here, come here, waiter, come here. What the hell this is in my soup? This is the worst. I don't come here for this shit and blah, 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 blah. Or, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry, <clears throat> you know, pardon me, but there seems to be something in my soup. You know, if you could please take it back and just get me a fresh bowl, no problem. He leaves. That man, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize, takes care of it for you, no problem, comes back with a fresh bowl of soup. There was no argument. There was no, no me being needing to be heard. There's a situation And we dealt with it or there's a situation and we can make this into a big, uh, a mountain out of a a a mountain out of a molehill. Now you could change that example for anything. It could be about work. It could be about a relationship. It could be about politics. It could be about whatever you want. Complaining does nothing but a not resolve the issue. That's at hand makes you feel like a victim while you feel like you should be right and leaves you with a, a, a wake of turmoil when it's done. What, where, where is the benefit in anybody complaining? One of my biggest pet peeves when I started, and you and you said, like, be a mirror. So when I first started, I remember that I had a hard time with the mirror thing and I wanted to point out to you if you were complaining. And I would say to people, and I, in, in the beginning, I think it was a little bit more harder when I said it, but as I started realizing what was happening, like my ego was starting to grab hold of even me kind of being on the spiritual path, I started saying, I turned to, but do you realize, like saying to the person, do you realize that the way you're approaching this, there's really no benefit to it. Do you realize that like when we complain, I like to use the word when we, so I don't say you to make you feel. When we complain about something, are we really resolving an issue? Or are we just making ourselves into these victims of this situation? So I could still, the point I'm trying to make is, you could still say, hey, I'm not happy, or I'm not, I don't approve of this. I had a tree hit my house. I told you. I, I told you in PA a few PAs. weeks ago, right? Hit the chimney. So I've been dealing with. I won't name the insurance company's name. <laughs> <I was dealing laughs> with a certain insurance company. With the mother. <laughs> and they've been an absolute disaster yeah. to deal with. I have every right, right, to like throw my hands up in the air and like you know,
1: and tell your story and tell my over, story yeah. over. The,
0: no, but instead, when I spoke to the agent on the phone, I voiced my disapproval of how they were handling it, but not with screaming belittling the person on the phone or acting like but saying i don't understand why a b and c i'm trying to understand why we've been asked the same question over and over the the stuff has been inputted it's there whatever right I, i'll send a follow up email hey thank you very much for your time but i would like to know why this was overlooked and things will get resolved maybe quicker and you're not you're not creating stress because stress is created you're not you know, going down this rabbit hole of why you should be uh, heard and how dare day and and why you're the victim in this, none of that is beneficial. There's no be- that's just the, the, the mind, the egoic mind, trying to say, "Hey, look at me, listen to me, let me be, let me be right, let me be the center of attention." That just leaves you wanting for more of that, and I just I've never seen the benefit of it, and I understand why. You know, spiritual teachers have always spoken about how complaining keeps you stuck. Even therapists. You know, how complaining just keeps you stuck. It doesn't, it, and I, you see it on social media. You just scroll three, you could one swipe down. You'll probably five, four people complaining about something yeah.
1: on Facebook. In, in, in how dare they did this to my kid? Yeah. How dare they, they did this to my wife? And who are they? And they did. It's a it's a complaint uh, disguised as something else, but it's always the yes. complaint.
0: It's always, sometimes they try to be cute with it. Oh, I'm not complaining. I'm voicing. Yeah. Look at the tone you're using, look at the language. And I, look, language is words we need to use, but the the tone of voice you use and the words you choose not only changes the situation and how it moves forward, but changes how your mind is going to relate with the way you're going to feel as you're doing that. Right? The yep. tone you take dictates how your body reacts a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. It's and all that is is just words, air pressure, and and vocal cords pushing things out. But the way we approach it has a, I, I, I from my experience, has a monumental
1: reaction to how our body reacts to that in yes. that in that moment in that exact moment. Yes. You know. Because, uh, uh, you know, as uh, I, again, I'm like a broken record quoting Scott Adams. We are programmable creatures, and. Because we are programmable creatures. Absolutely programmable, 110%. That's what our minds are. So, yeah. why don't you choose to program yourself with something productive and something, you know. That's a great question. Something of value. Why, and, why don't you choose? Correct. Why yeah. don't you choose to program yourself with something productive and something of value? And when I say of value, I'm really referring to your values. Your values. So, if. For example uh I don't want to complain anymore, so I make a conscious effort to not complain anymore. That first time around feels a certain way, second time around feels a certain way before you know it you're you've changed your pattern. you may not be perfect about it. you may slip a complaint here and there,
0: but you'll notice that you you'll that complaining notice. all of a sudden doesn't feel right to you anymore like it's yes that so that that high or, or that like little that little uh, a giddy feeling you would get when you felt heard, right? Let's just yeah. say that. sometimes it's not there. And you're like, I don't want to complain about this. I just, because there's no, like you, that urge to want to do it is gone. And that urge, that urge wanted, when that urge of wanting to complain starts to disappear, it's because you actually have started to burn off that old egoic pattern that you had. Now, and I say you, I mean the person, yep. whoever you're talking about where it's no longer something that uh is is as prevalent anymore in your mind or in your your in your hard drive let's just say yeah. right yeah so yeah but yeah. so when you said before why don't you choose
1: well you said you said um if we are programmable creatures why not choose why not choose to program with something like of in, of immense value because, of immense you know
0: because i don't think this the only reason I could think why somebody doesn't choose that is because they're not manning the keyboard. They have no awareness. So they're not actually manning the keyboard to say what they want to download, just to use a computer reference, and what they don't want to download. They're not manning it. The computer's on autopilot at that point, and it's just it's, it's saying, no, no, this is what we want, this is what we want. It's its own algorithm that's taken over now, and you're not, no longer... Without awareness, there's no pointer for you to point where you want to look on that screen,
1: right? They are a vict- or they're captive to their own AI. Yeah, actually, Eckhart told.
0: I was listening to it a, a, um, on my walk yesterday, a, uh, an interview he did with. Oprah. It was a show that he does with Oprah, a podcast. I was listening to a podcast he does with Oprah, and it was him being asked questions. And somebody asked a question about, um, you know, about awareness and mindfulness and um, how they relate to it, this and that. And he used this example of, and this is a very prominent spiritual teacher at Cartel, right? Um, this isn't you know, some guy that nobody's ever heard of. He uses, he likes to use this cloud downloading information. So it's, it's, a, very, it's a very popular reference, this whole computer download thing, because our minds tend to work the same way. Yeah. And he's like, when you don't have awareness, you're basically, you're, there's almost no filter of the stuff that you're downloading from the cloud. Right? It's, it's, it's just not, it's not there anymore. But when you have awareness, you could choose what you want to download and what you don't want to download. And I think what you were saying before is why does any person choose to use the proper programming or pick a better programming? It's because they're, just, they're not aware that they have a choice or they're not aware that they're actually in control of that part of it. Where they could say, well, this is how I want. Like the video I did yesterday, right? Values over your emotions that I posted yesterday. You have a choice to say, do I want that emotional response or do I want that value, that you said before, valued response? So, yeah, I
1: mean, it's lack of awareness. So stop the presses. Stop the presses. Hold up. Are you saying (laughs) that every single one of us has the ability to be conscious enough to say, "Um, I don't want to act this way anymore. I want to act another way. And there's enough of a consciousness to be able to say yeah and from one day to the next you're operating in a different way you're thinking in a different way you're talking in a different way you're using That's different YouTube. vocabulary yeah absolutely. so when you change your vocabulary reframes
0: you're... everything yeah
1: reframe man I love that word
0: reframes everything yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Scott Adam's new book reframe the brain it, is it really it's called reframe your brain
0: reframe your brain in the universal he, lens he
1: basically um, it seems
0: like a lot of people are talking about the same thing nowadays
1: well in in, in, in no me meaning like I I I'm, I'm, I like that it's, it's it, Scott Adams has always tried to uh, get to your inside brain without you knowing that that's what he's because if, yeah, yeah, if, uh, if i go if i go you. at you and, if i go at you and say you know uh you know you should really stop drinking because you know a, he
0: does it by maybe getting subconsciously so you on a subconscious level
1: the purpose of this book is to basically say uh uh so quick reframe he says by the way reframes don't have to make sense as long as they work so alcoholism uh here's here's how he would reframe alcoholism Alcohol is poison. Yes. So if you're a conscious person, you don't like, why would you ingest poison? So that's it. If it helped you not drink, great. He says, they don't have to be true. (laughs) They just have to work. (laughs) And the the human is like this. The human is such. Very, Very programmable. Is so like this. Very programmable. It doesn't have to be true. Don't argue with me if it's true or not. The human is very programmable.
0: Agreed. Is it beneficial for you?
1: Then do it. That's it. You're done.
0: Well, then, then, but making that choice is easier when you're conscious, right? It's easy to make. It's easy to make a, a conscious, uh, a conscious choice from your values when you have awareness. When you don't have awareness, it's it's not a, it's not as it's not as easy as a, of a thing to do. You just because you're you're kind of just you're reacting and you're not like and you know, I we've said this before, right? Reacting and responding are two different things. The words mean the same thing. Reaction, response, right? They kind of mean the same thing, but one has that, um, has a a meaning to it that is more of a conscious, right? I respond is more of a conscious action. Reaction is more of an unconscious one. Like, you go to hit me, I'm not thinking block, I'm gonna block. It's just, it's it's an automatic reaction. So, physically, when we're dealing with stuff like that, yes, that reaction makes a lot of sense, right? Or you're driving, car swerve, you don't think, oh, car, Oh, I must swerve now, because at that point you've hit the person, you just swerve. There's an automatic reaction. But when those become when those physical attributes become mental attributes, where when I say mental, I mean self-talk, I mean, like what goes on between our ears or the way we re, the way we uh, hear and process things. When we're reacting and we're not responding, well, now you hear something triggers you right away. You come back with a, you come back with something where there's an emotional response right away, like anger, resentment, yep. how dare you, blah blah, whatever. Where when you learn to, especially when we're talking about the the mental world, um, you know, with thoughts and and the way we think, when you take a breath when somebody says something, or you take that conscious breath when something is done, or this or You something you see, or something triggers a thought in your mind, and you for a second hold that. Well, now you get to respond to it because now you now not only that first impulse came and went, but now you can sit there and say, Okay, this is how I'm going to respond to it because I'm going to choose to respond from something I value and something I care about instead of just an emotion that wants to say, you know, F you or whatever. Um, so. I don't know where we were going with that, but no, yeah. this is <laughs> the natural flow of things. So we do. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, you know, that's all. It's, it's all good stuff. And I'm, I'm a uh, like you said. If you watched our video yesterday, my video yesterday, I, t- I talked a lot about values and, and emotions and stuff like that. I have this um this thing from you're Yo, on, hello, you're on the camera. Hey, how you doing? What we doing a little taping here while we're doing this? Yeah. Also. This is what this is how this the, is what the sausage it looks like. gets made. This is, this is what it looks like in, in, in the dungeon of our ba- in my basement. Uh, this uh, is not
1: a basement. This is a studio. It's our
0: studio. Yes, is it is. Our, it is our studio. Our little table in the middle of the uh, of the floor <laughs> with my Eli Manning jersey behind me. Go Giants! Yeah, baby. go Giants! Um, there was this um, uh, passage by Eckhart Tolle, which I'm going to read real quick. I thought it was really good. Um, It says, the great arises out of small things that are honored and cared for. Everybody's life really consists of small things. Greatness is a mental abstraction and a favorite fantasy of the ego. The paradox is that foundation for greatness is honoring the small things of the present moment instead of pursuing the idea of greatness. The present moment is always small in the sense that it's always simple. But concealed within it lies the greatest power. Like an atom, it's one of the smallest things, but yet contains enormous power. Only when you align yourself with the present moment do you have access to that power. Or it may be true to say that, that it then has access to you and through you to this world. Jesus was referring to this power when he said, it is not I, but the Father within me who does the work. And I can of my own self do nothing. Anxiety, stress, and negativity cut you off from that power. The illusion that you are separate from that power that runs the universe returns. You feel yourself to be alone, struggling against something, or trying to achieve this or that. But why did anxiety, stress, and negativity arise? Because you turned away from the present moment. And why did you do that? You thought something else was more important. You forgot your main purpose. One small error, one misperception, creates a world of suffering. Through the present moment, you have access to the power of life itself that... Which is that which has traditionally been called God. As soon as you turn away from it, God ceases to be a reality in your life, and all you are left with is a mental concept of God, which some people believe in and others deny. Even in God is only a poor sub. Even belief in God is only a poor substitute for the living reality of God manifesting every moment of your life. Now, I thought that was kind of a, a very profound.
1: It's very heady. It's very heady. You got to have a l- but hold on, long... but
0: you could drop a lot of the words in that. Yeah. Right? And and I think that's where Eckhart kind of loses people sometimes. Um that he all he's saying there and I'll summarize that into just a few words is when we think that the present moment needs to be something else than it actually is is when we create anxiety, suffering, pain. And yeah. that's it. It's it's so when he says things like when you when you have this idea of, and he uses the word God, when you have this idea of God, you've lost what God actually is already, right? That's, now, I know it's maybe a little deep in this. It's not even a religious thing that he's talking about. It's more of a... It's an example. It's an example that he's giving, right? So. That hopefully
1: many people can... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, so while that was a very deep, and I know a lot of people probably, and maybe some people got it, maybe some people were like, I, I kind of understand what he's saying, but there's a lot of words there that, and he tends to use a lot of words like that, which can be a little heady like you said. But what I love about it is how it makes the point, especially the part like like the atom, it's one of the smallest things yet contains enormous power. So an atom is, you can't see an atom, but yet without atoms, we don't have life. Like it just sees. It's one of those things that you need, that needs to be there in order for it to exist. And that's his, that's the connection he's making with the present moment. Without, without presence, without presence, everything else is... You to, know. to give it body, no.
1: I think we can refer back to my uh, uh, watching your daughter at the ballerina recital. Yeah. Bar. So it's the same thing. If you're there, uh, not looking forward to it, sitting on board, oh, I don't want to be here. You're missing the entire thing. But if you're there going, oh, look at her. Isn't she beautiful? Look Look! look what she's doing. All that work she put into this. I'm so proud of her. And you're watching her routine. Oh. Don't fall at it, girl you're really in the moment you're watching your beautiful daughter yeah. do her thing, and you know she's good she's not gonna be the next you know uh Valerie, but that is what that's what life is, so that's the spice of life right there that's what it that's what the enjoyment is that moment that atom within the spectrum of of yes of life, and then what he's saying i I think is the um, <clears throat> the uh, anxiety creeps in when you're thinking about, oh, man, um, you know, my business is going through a hard time right now. And I know that, I, that, I mean, what's going to happen? Because Monday I'm supposed to be uh, doing this and there. Well, your daughter's up there and she's doing her ballerina thing. And you're not living life at the moment. You're worried about tomorrow. Therefore, anxiety.
0: It's too much of a focus on what it, what, what is going to happen and not what is happening right now. Yeah,
1: and, and I use that as a proxy. <coughs> you know, it's that, that example is a proxy for <clears throat> many examples. Absolutely. Yeah, that was baseball for us. You know, I told you already, there were many games, many games, where I was physically there, but not mentally at all. Mentally, I was oh, I, I, stressing. I, uh, yeah. And then you'd come over to me and then I'd complain. <laughs> you know, you know, that's, and I still kept coming over to you anyway. Yeah, but, but you know, notice how when, when you stop complaining, when you stop doing all these things we were talking about, things tend to improve even if, referring back to scabs, even if it's not true. So even if your industry is going through a bad time, even if you're suffering, you're feeling a little better. You're feeling better. You're feeling all right. Like you can, you can process this. You can, you can go through it. You're good. Even if truly, in about two months, we we can't. Yeah, but
0: we can't. Again, it's it's if if we keep living in what what will be, you're you're saying like the whole thing with the ballerina and your daughter. You're going to keep missing out on what actually is, you know what actually is happening because two weeks from now is by the way, is is never going to happen because only this moment happens. Yeah, like good. that future, th- our perception of that future moment like never happens. A, they never usually happen the way we perceive things are going to happen exactly. There's always some sort of variance of it that, that things that change. But like the future is never going to happen just the way the past isn't. Like only thing that ever happens is now. It's, it's, it's this mental uh, back and forth that we have is what – um, is where it keeps you away from, you know, actually kind of in, being present in life and finding enjoyment. Even if you're going through the, the shittiest thing, you ever hear like somebody who says, oh, I only have so much, like somebody, who got, for, you know, unfortunately they, they have a disease and they only have so much time to live. Well, they could spend the rest of their days. And I'm not saying they're going to be happy or joyful right, right. because those emotions are hard to commandeer when you're dealing with something like that. That's, but
1: That's very extreme, yeah.
0: But you have a, a choice, do I want to be present in my life now? 100%. Your mind's going to tell you but we're going to be. This is going to happen in four months. This is going to happen in four months. This is going to happen in four months. So four months from comes from now. What's going to happen happens, let's just say. And you haven't been present for those last four months of, of life. And maybe missed out on things that experiences. with. Fam- so, again, this isn't to say that even though you're going through that like you're going to, like I said, I like that word commandeer, like you're going to commandeer this happy feeling. No, it's not about commandeering a happy feeling and saying, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to live life to the fullest. It's about just being present and not going and not following those stories and why things are going to be different, why things are going to suck four months from now, because all it does is keep pulling you away from living your life. Now, take somebody who, and I, I, I forgot where I, 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 I don't know if I read this somewhere or I was, I just, I, I thought a bit on my own. Sometimes it becomes a blur. Um, pick somebody who gets amnesia. So you have a person who was personality A before this happened. And let's say they get into an accident and they get amnesia from mm-hmm. They get amnesia, they come out of it completely different person. Things that they were worrying about are gone. They, they're more carefree now. They're not attached to anything. Like their mind's a blank slate. And all of a sudden, they find presence. Because that's what, when your mind's a blank slate, you actually are, I'm just here. I don't know anything else. I am here. So somebody who gets amnesia is able to almost, and I'm not trying to say amnesia is a good thing, but they almost get pushed into an area where they they lose any attachment. Like that part of their brain has shut off that keeps them going back yeah. and forth and out. It's gone, Like mem- it's gone. Those memories are, are for some reason disconnected. That that hard drive has been severed, that part of the hard drive. And now they're just operating what they have right here. Now, while they might not know, they're not in distress. They, know, they just don't know, right? And now, once they start rebuilding those memories again, yes, depending on the situation they're in, you know, if they don't approach it properly, I'm sure it could be very stressful if they try to. But for that first few moments, They're almost at peace, these people. Like somebody is almost at peace, right? Because imagine being able to say, I want to forget this. And this is why I bring this up. I want to forget this just so I can enjoy this for the next five minutes. Well, you don't have to forget it. Like somebody who gets amnesia and they kind of get pushed into that where they they can't remember something. But if you just focus on where you are and just let that be, you'll find, you you could find that. Like, you know, I just, I kind of thought amnesia was a, was a, an, a, 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 I odd, but kind of a, 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 a cool, just a, a particular way to look at this where, like, hey, these people, when they kind of lose all these personality traits that they had, they forget who they were, like they find something completely different. So it shows you how the mind can be reprogrammed yeah. like that. Yes. Like that. So we think like our personalities are who we are, but they're not. Because if I could forget who I was in a second because of an injury, so who was that personality then? It was just...
1: A bunch of memories. It was a
0: bunch of memories that my mind is putting together that are coming from somewhere. So why take them serious now? Why wait till you have to... God forbid, somebody gets an or something like that. Why, why take them serious now? Yes. Why take my personality serious? Why take my memory serious? Why take my thoughts serious? Right. Why take any of you serious? Computer, use right. you as I need you. And if I don't, I don't. Why do you give more weight to this thought Than that Over this thought. Because that's what the mind does. Yeah. Because you're you're not manning
1: the keyboard. No, you're not manning the keyboard. Correct. 100%. And and, and so. Agreed. Yeah. And and like the mistake that I was trying to make is, in the beginning, was, (laughs) hey, amnesia this thought. Amnesia this thought. And you're saying, saying, no. (laughs) If, If you get into a bad accident and you have amnesia, well, okay, fine. But you can't amnesia the thoughts. And you shouldn't have to amnesia the thoughts. What you have to do is man your keyboard. That's what you should do. Man your keyboard so that when this thought comes in and says, Hey, attention to me, attention to me. You're like, eh, nah, I'm good. I'm going to pay attention to here. I'm going to pay attention to my daughter who's having a beautiful recital right now. Yes. What? what? Yep. See you. That, that's, I think what, uh, I think the whole purpose of mindfulness, which by the way, uh, I'm very excited that my industry, which is a very mindless industry.
0: <laughs> a lot of industry though.
1: Okay. Not Mindless. Never mind mindful. And that's right. I don't care if you hear this industry. Um I'm going to a trade show for the industry in Orlando and I, I, I shared with you. I'm very excited that in the agenda is they're gonna come up with a mindfulness seminar. And I'm like Oh yeah you told me about yeah, it. Yeah and I'm like mindfulness in my industry. The most mindless industry that could ever <laughs> that could ever come about. <laughs> like what? But I am very intrigued because I don't know if uh, and I don't want to use we because you know. But I I don't know we we oui, oui. I don't know if you know we 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 are in the uh, the birthing stage of a mindfulness. Uh, Let's say Era? Yeah now, I, no, th- I don't want to say era But <laughs> you know It's kind of like There's a,
0: a crack produced I think there is I think there is We you know should put a wedge in that crack And try to break it over uh, Yeah you thing. Go
1: yes. And I'm like So thank you That's perfect Because that's exactly what I want to do So I want to go there And I want to I want to go there before Anybody's talking And I want to meet what the agenda is like, I want to know who's talking, what is, what's the agenda, how are we doing this mindfulness thing, or what am I going to listen to, and I want to be able to see what's going on, and because this is kind of our, our, my part-time, you know, my, this is, you know, our little, you know, this is what we do for a hobby, Yeah, I want to see what's going on, and if this is able to permeate industries, incredible. Incredible. Well, yeah,
0: I, I think I think it already. Ha- I think it is because I know a lot of companies they try to do these um, like mindfulness retreats. Really? Yeah, they do, but they, the way they approach the them is industry. very differently.
1: Huh? I'm in the wrong industry. I want to. I want to go to the. United yeah.
0: Well, no, no. So you work like say you work at use uh, a company, uh, John, Johnson Johnson and like Johnson, a big a big firm. Right. I'm sure that they have, in especially these bigger companies like that, they have some sort of classes for anxiety or stress or first. now they tend to be very bland the classes that think kind of just like oh like okay do this do this do this do this do this they don't take you so they don't take you behind the veil of thought like we do
1: so they don't give it the flair we do no, no no no
0: they don't they don't do they don't put a i shouldn't say that they don't most corporate ones probably don't. Right. A private one, for sure. Like somebody who's just a mindfulness instructor, well, their goal is to get you to see behind that veil of thought, right? To get you to realize that you're not the things that you hear and see in your mind, that you're, some, you're this greater essence behind it. The ones that you probably see at like these corporate functions, they're more like, you know, we, we kind of have to do them, you know, to keep our employees from like walking on a ledge, you know, trying to say people who are really stressed. Go through the motions. Yeah, go through the motions. It's for anti-stress and teach them how to meditate. And I'm I'm sure they're beneficial on a level because it's a great introduction. But some of the, uh, most of those, I don't think you're going to get really, really deep like you would if you work with a spiritual teacher or a mindfulness instructor, like somebody who, hey, this is all, this is all I do. Um, Now, if it's a private person who's at a conference could be, you know, you know, could be. But I've always noticed, like the really good ones, usually don't, you know, speak at major conferences and stuff like that. Well, or, or the ones who are going to really like, you know, like you know, take you in and stuff. Well, like mean,
1: that. I mean, I I'm, I don't know anything from anything, but I think that I mean, if- I
0: could be wrong, but that's from I'm speaking to people who work for companies because I've had discussions about programs like this. They're beneficial, but they're not like what we do. They're not what we're well, trying to do. That's what yeah. I was going to say.
1: <clears throat> I think if you listen to this show every week, I think you're like three legs up above anybody. Uh, let's say just uh, attending one of these uh, one, corporate two, ones. Yeah, one, two, yeah. three, ABC. Yeah, yeah, and that's what
0: they kind of are. So, like, like a like a twelve step program. Right. Almost. So, like, yeah.
1: if you listen to the show, you are much more informed, much more aware. You're much more emotionally, let's say, bonded with with us and what we do, and kind of like you feel it, as opposed to the the robot who's going to be well. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about that. All right, is my if my half an hour up? Is my hour up? Good. Let me collect my fee. Yeah, I'm up. You know, so I, so I think I'm going to go there, and I'm going to plant this seed, if possible. Like we have a podcast, and. Check it out. You know, again, I'm like a pirate going into a place. But simply put, if you show up, if you – because, John, you you know, you got to go to these things. Like, I've been to many of these industry shows. Oh, yeah. Trade shows, yeah. they suck. Okay? They suck in the sense – it's cool to, to see it, but they suck in the sense they have a bunch of events. Nobody goes. Nobody really goes to these events. I mean, some people do, but if you show up at a mindfulness event – it's because you're searching for something. Yeah, At yeah least,
0: you're not looking for the new, the newest uh, Carrera stone that's coming out of.
1: But you, 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 you're right. You took your time out of the stone world to come to this mindfulness event, which is in the stone industry uh, exhibit. There's exhibition. It's got to be
0: something that's intriguing.
1: Something is drawing you here because it's not, it's not related to anything that's there. And that's our market. That's yeah. our like. That's our market. That's yeah. our target market right there. That's the guy. People or, who are looking for it. Yeah. That's the guy or girl who's curious, and we're here to say, hey, you're curious? Check us out. We are at the ground floor greeting you. We're like, you know, oh, my God, you've been to Italy. We've been to Italy. We've been, you've been to Europe, right? When you pass by the little piazzas, and there's, that, there's the guy with the apron with the menus in his hand, ciao oh uh, no, yeah, yeah that's us we're out the there traps. yeah we're out <laughs> there and on, on the ground in the piazza with menus in our hands would you like <laughs> would you like to come in and try uh la Mongola? <laughs> you know that's us because we're not on the 10th floor we're not phds we're not uh, but we we are people that have just made these modifications in our lives and already are able to you know reap these benefits from these small modifications. And it's incredible. And as you know about me in the past, I want to imp- impart them on you. You, you have a blessed way of imparting them on people. I, I want to do it by brute force. I, I have a blessed. Force. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do it by br- brute force because. But I think every, I guess we said the brute force thing is just. Yeah, uh, it's it's in the, it's a it's a, it, it's a figure of speech.
0: Yeah, no, no. But you were. I, I, I don't. I mean, I think that's that's just a natural occurrence when you start something new that you just kind of want to show everybody, but. Um, you know,
1: but imagine if, uh, if they're able to just get this content in a very leisurely manner and when they, you know, when they go take a walk, when they're driving to work, they play us and it helps reinforce what they're trying to do. And, you know, it could be because of us, you chose to try a a technique. You chose to, you know, like today we talked about complaining a little bit and that was completely... Know. it was unscripted everything's unscripted yeah everything's unscripted we have, we have ideas but that's about it but that little bit right there it might change somebody like literally today if you listen and you're like complaining yeah and and if that if that resonated with you well then try not complaining try to catch yourself not complaining try to identify if you're a complainer i i, I I can't tell you how I... When I came to the epiphany, like, son of a bitch. I'm a complainer. I'm a complainer. (laughs) So I try not to complain. Yeah, because that was my identity, complaining. Like, if you ask me, how's it going? Complaining, complaining. And I'm going to tell you this, because we spoke about this before, about how the people that you surround yourself with, you know, it makes it tough for you to still be in your good place, right? Like, I'm not going to name names, because in case you listen, but I'm with the baseball crowd, right? And they're trying to ask me over and over again, how's the business?
0: It, oh, you like you granite, the stone business, yeah.
1: It's almost as if you want to elicit from me the same... I know res- exactly what you're saying. The same response. And I give it the new response, which is, eh, it's there, you know, it's there. You know, it's, it's because,
0: because people do that because... It, it opens up a door for them to bitch and moan about something else to you. It's like, oh, you're going to complain about something? Oh, well, well listen. You think, yeah, I, I hear it. My industry is just, oh, this is just as bad, or my mother-in-law, or my father, whatever it could be. They'll always come up. You open up a door. Once you complain to them, you open up a door for them to want to complain to you. It's the ego feeding. It's my ego waiting for your ego to give me something back. Is that but, it? When, but when you gave that response,
1: it's, it's there. there. All, all of a
0: sudden, you know what you leave them with? You already know, you okay. know. Same old, right. same old. People want to hear that, and it's a sickness. It's a disease. That's part of the thinking mind, which is a disease. It's a disease. People who want to complain constantly and want you to complain to them and want to complain to you, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a disease or a sickness. I mean, even though it's not like technically one, but it is because look at the, look at the patterns that that. Uh, that you follow once you start doing that when you start complaining look look where you end up going look how you end up feeling look at the wake that it leaves around you and, and yeah. look at the people around you and look how you, all you're doing is trading this 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 vile yeah. negative energy back and forth
1: here's some vinegar now yes. you give me your vinegar Now you give me your vinegar it's exactly what it is
0: and i'll, I'll get text messages from people and they'll and, and they'll start off by complaining about five things
1: what a great way to start,
0: right? It's like, and I, and I, I, listen. I'm not saying that people don't have things in life that they're not thrilled about. We all are. I mean, I, like I said, I on this show, I probably named five things that I've dealt with in the last four months that have been un- not ideal for me. To want to deal with, right? And 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 those are just things that I, I publicly talk about. So it's it's we all have things in our lives, yep. but. I'll tell you that, I, am I going to make myself a victim about it? No, and I know we have to wrap up now, but am I, I going to make myself a victim? No, I'm not. I choose not to. And I, I'm, it's not repressing it. It's not ignoring it. It's not making believe it's not there. It's not saying, I know you're there. But hey, whatever is going on, who are you to steal my peace? What are you to steal my peace? Whatever the event, the situation, the person, nobody gets to steal that from you. You could give it away. You can give it away. Which is what like you're do. You can be a prostitute and give it away if you yeah, want. Yeah. And you could just give it away. Or you could just say, No, I'm not. I choose not I'm me, I know I choose not to give it away. So and- no person, no no place, no event, no anything. Because that's my dying moment in life, I want it to be a moment where I am even even with the fear of death hanging over my mind, which I can't control my mind from being scared of death, but even my mind not not wanting to die. I know I'm going to anchor it. I'm, I'm, my goal is to anchor in a place where I am here. This is it. I'm going to anchor in something that's greater than it, and then whatever happens, happens. I don't know, but, yeah.
1: you know. And, and by the way, all that being said, these are people that I love. Like, yeah, the person kind of, that asked me
0: this. It's not, about, it's, not about, yeah, it's not about not loving
1: and caring for these people. These are people that are, they love yeah. me, I love them, and they, they mean well. They don't mean to do this, which is another thing. They're, they're so unconscious that they don't even know yeah. What they're doing, they don't know they're trading vinegars, but whatever. That's that's uh, humans. Yep, that's humans. very complex species. We uh, actually yes, we are, but we don't have to be. Yeah, because we're very simple, but we we made it. We overcomplicated. We made it, it really complex. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah.
0: It's very easy. Oh, Remember, I, kiss. I thought you were giving me a command. No. Uh, <laughs> keep <laughs> it simple, stupid. I tell my kids, I go, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Go, Don't overcomplicate anything in yeah. life because your mind wants to overcomplicate things without realizing it. It wants to keep an anal- analyzing and keep figuring out. It's, it's what it's there for.
1: And it wants to trade these war stories. Yes, yeah, learn to horrible. use it properly. Anyway, so
0: um, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, our uh, 18th 19th episode 18 18th 18th episode i don't know count of uh is it 18 of the what i i think it is isn't yeah, it I I think episode 18 so. i anyway. think so. if um, it's not just make believe it um, is. just make believe it is uh and our first step of of what was just be and our first episode of now the universal lens nothing has changed but the name and the logo t-u-l t-u-l <laughs> When you texted me that, I was like, what the hell is he? Ah, oh, I was like, Universal Lens. I was like, Toll, what the hell is it, Tull? Um. So anyway. Eckhart Toll. Uh, Eckhart Toll, baby. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed our first episode of, of uh, under, the, under the New Banner Universal Lens, and that's what we'll be going guys from now on. And uh, just keep an eye out for some cool new content and videos that we'll be posting and stuff as, uh, as we move forward. So, Anything else to add before, before we dismiss class? Yeah. Even though half of them probably already walked out. Yeah. In the back room? No.
1: <laughs> this is Symphony Sid <laughs> signing off.
0: Who the hell Symphony Sid? <laughs> you never saw No, man. I <laughs> went under a rock. You the, move, the
1: movie Private Parts with Howard Stern. Oh,
0: no. I never saw that movie. So he, he
1: talks about how he grew up. And, uh, oh. yeah, and then he goes, he went on after Symphony Sid. You know, oh, literate. sorry. He some goes, this, this is Symfony Symphony Sid, Sid signing <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> I gotta listen to him more often Now nah, you know, He's no? crazy oh, yeah, I think He'd
1: be funny He least. used to be but I, oh, yeah. right. Now he's a freaking lunatic Yes
0: Okay so um, Alright I think we're good Yes Alright let's uh, As we usually do I'll do a little guided meditation Just take everybody out <clears throat> um, So whatever We spoke about today If uh, your mind is kind of chewing on it um, As we start taking a few deep breaths um, Just allow those thoughts to be there we're not going to engage. It goes not to engage any of that, just to allow it all to be there and notice it all. And let's start by taking and continue uh, taking those breaths into the nose. Try to do a one or two second hold and then exhale out and keep repeating that pattern. As I talk, talk us through this. Just remember any thoughts that are in your head, any images, voices that you see here notice them don't label them no need to question them notice them and then try to notice that silence behind it that silence that's watching everything that silence that's noticing everything that's that's what we're talking about that's the that's the gravy that's where we want to anchor in that that's the universal intelligence that we that we speak about that's that uh, kind of that all-knowing presence If you have any, if you're sitting up, if you have any discomfort in your body, if you notice any pain or any discomfort, notice it. Don't judge it. No need to label it or, or, or create a story about it. Notice that it's there. You could bring your attention to it and then move your attention back to your breath. Notice how you could, you could guide that focus from one thing to the next. Keep those breaths in and hold. Then exhale. If you feel any tension in your body, we always speak about this every week, if you feel that your shoulders are, you could tell if they're tense and shrugged up, just release them. If you're holding any tension in your jaw or in your forehead, those tend to be very common places, just release it. Notice and release. No labels, no judgment. Just notice and release it. And for the last few seconds, I really want you to try to focus on that silence behind it all. So, whatever's being thrown at you, whether it's my voice or any thoughts in your mind, just try to keep that focus on that silence behind it all. That quiet, no voice. No name, no face, just a silence. Take one more good deep breath and exhale. All right. Slowly open your eyes. Again, if you guys want to stay here, please do so and enjoy a couple of more minutes of uh, quiet time before you go back to your hectic lives. And that's it.
1: Yep. John just taught you how to man your keyboard. <laughs> hey, what are you thinking about? <laughs> oh, oh, hey. But yeah, you uh, yeah. do that enough. Uh, yeah. You'll man your keyboard. Absolutely. And uh you'll realize that you can man your keyboard.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Till next week. This is uh John and Henry signing up oh, from the I'm uni- wrong. Henry, I'm wrong. Henry signing up <laughs> from the Universal <laughs> Lens. Guys we will talk to you next week.
1: Take care. Take care.
0: The insights and discussions that we speak about on our show are our own opinions and based on our life experiences. If you or someone in your family or someone you know is suffering and in need of help, please get them that help through medical attention or seeking proper therapy. Again, what we speak about are based on our experiences and not intended to be taken as a form of therapy.